Hey, real quick, this episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, hello, and welcome to the New Mindset Who Dis podcast. My name is Case Kenny at Case.Kenny on Instagram, and this is my weekly podcast where I create short, no BS episodes dedicated to helping you be the person you're meant to be, leave your comfort zone, and live a fulfilling and purposeful life. Let's go. Welcome to episode 466. Hello, my friend. Welcome to a fresh new episode of New Mindset Who This. As always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting me. And today I have a topic I'm really passionate about, although I suppose I'm passionate about pretty much everything I talk about here. It definitely takes some enthusiasm to do 466 episodes, and it still kind of baffles me that I found 466 things to talk about. But I suppose also that's just a reflection of the variety of flavors that life serves up for us. There's just a lot to examine. And personally, I love that, that my growth is not limited, that my mindset is not limited, and particularly that my opportunity in life is not limited. And that's what I want to talk about in this episode, namely the opportunity we create for ourselves or don't create for ourselves because we're gaslighting ourselves gaslighting ourselves. This is an episode about self-gaslighting, the way we tend to gaslight ourselves and end up on the sidelines of our own life simply because of the way we've conditioned ourselves to think in a very limited way or how we allow ourselves to see the world in a very limited way. And so I'm excited to talk about this topic practically, and I think you'll get a lot out of it. So I'll get right into it real quick before I do. I have a brief favor. I'd love to ask you if you could take 30 seconds to support me and do it. It would mean a lot. And that favor is if you've bought my book, That's Bold of You, if you can cruise over, back over to Amazon and go to the page, scroll down and just click write a customer review, and then just click five stars and write a one to two sentence review. That would mean so much to me. It would be really helpful. It doesn't have to be poetry or particularly well-written, just a sentence or two saying you enjoy the book, and that's it. Uh, DM me if you've done this so I can thank you personally, but regardless, thank you so much for picking up a copy. Thank you for listening. Uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't thank you profusely, so thank you. 
but let's get into this idea here, gaslighting yourself. And, you know, this term gaslight has taken on a real hold in culture uh, and in dating. Like, I'm sure you've heard the term before. Gaslighting is when your partner or prospective partner treats you in a really manipulative way to the point where you end up questioning yourself and your reality. You blame yourself. You minimize yourself. It's when someone, perhaps they're a narcissist, perhaps they're not. People love that word, but it's when someone uses subtle or not so subtle psychological manipulation to make you think that you're always wrong, that you're not enough, that you're overreacting, that you're always at fault, and so on and so on. You know, maybe unfortunately you have experienced this in a relationship. You know, it's the unfortunate reality of life uh, in that some people realize that when it comes to emotional matters, relationships of any kind, that there is an opportunity there to gaslight people, to make them passive to what they want in their agenda. But this episode is not about relationships. It's not this episode is about the even more unfortunate reality of life. Uh, and that's one where we gaslight ourselves. No one else required. Party of one, table for one. We do this without having someone else in our life kind of causing us to do it. Gaslighting yourself. We gaslight ourselves and the result is massive self-doubt, a state of mind where we discredit ourselves constantly, where we cast doubt on our own ability to do or act or you know be a certain way, where we make ourselves passive to our own true desires, where we make ourselves think we're crazy or we're irrational when we're really just being honest. And it's a weird thing, right? Because usually the dynamic I observe where gaslighting is very real in a relationship, it's where one person does it in order to exert control over the other person. But when we self-gaslight, that isn't the case, of course. It's just us looking in the mirror and making us question our own self-worth. So why would, why would we do this? Why would we allow ourselves to talk ourselves out of what we really want or how we really want to feel? Well, a couple of thoughts on this and just more context here, I suppose. This is for you if you find yourself doubting yourself lately, maybe more than you normally do. Because I don't I don't know what it is or if there's something in the water lately, but I've been talking to a lot of people and it seems like self-doubt is rampant. Self-blame is rampant. Discrediting ourselves is rampant. It could be any number of things, I suppose, but I want to help us break free from this and realize that perhaps when it comes to these increased negative limiting beliefs that I've observed, perhaps they are the result of self-gaslighting. Sometimes it's helpful to put a word or a phrase on something on what we're going through so we could identify it, look it in the eye and stop doing it, right? And I've found lately, myself included, that we're gaslighting ourselves. So let's start here. Why in the world would we do this? Well, for one, uh, it's very easy to do. <laughs> That's a good enough reason, unfortunately, of why we do things. We do things because it's easy. We're wired to do it. We've been conditioned to do it, right? It's easy to gaslight yourself, to minimize yourself, to discredit yourself. Particularly so, though, if you've been the victim of this before in the traditional definition sense. Again, not an episode on dating, but if you've ever been in a relationship before where someone truly gaslit you, well, it's easy to carry that thinking into your own life, even if you're no longer with that person any longer. Add to that maybe your upbringing, your attachment style, the way that you react to drama in life. I did an episode recently on the role you take when it comes to drama. Perhaps you gravitate more towards being the persecutor, 
that's someone who tends to blame others, but maybe now you blame yourself, or maybe you gravitate toward being the victim and you feel passive, right? So our past is important to evaluate here. And I'll start there and say that unfortunately, to break free of a self-gaslighting mentality, we need to look back. We need to look at that conditioning, that pain, that discomfort. Where did it start? Maybe, in most cases, as I've found it, it didn't start with you. It started with someone else. And even if you've moved on, grown apart, grown older, that gaslighting mentality is still alive in your own head. But now you're the one perpetuating it. So consider that for a moment. But then consider this. Hey, real quick, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And, you know, if you're like me, you're always wishing for more time in life, right? Like, I wish I had more time. I wish I had more time to do blank. I wish, I wish, I wish. And as much as practically having a couple more hours in a day would be cool, a bit more time to do what we love instead of jobs and responsibilities, it begs the question, what would we do with that time? Not just wishful, I want more time, but for what? What would I do with that time? What really matters to me? What brings me joy? What enhances my life instead of just filling time and space with? Well, to answer that question, I think therapy can help. Therapy can help you find what matters so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash New Mindset today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash New Mindset. Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Hero Bread. And something I'm into lately, as simple as it sounds, is toast. A nice toasted piece of bread, so simple, maybe some butter, maybe some jam, but just toast. It's the best. But as someone who is making an effort to invest in my health and fitness and diet, the carb fear is real. And the result is I don't get to enjoy a nice piece of toast as often or as guilt-free as I'd like. So I'm definitely grateful for Hero Bread. Their bread options have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams sugar, and it's high in fiber. It's got the same soft, fluffy experience you love when enjoying a BLT or a burrito or a burger or toast. And they were kind enough to send me some loaves, and I can attest to it being the same experience I crave, but now guilt-free. They also sent me some tortillas, which are great. They have bread loaves, buns, biscuits, tortillas, anything to match your bread cravings. So don't give up on being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code newmindset at checkout. That's newmindset at h-e-r-o dot c-o. I have found that the majority of the times where we place limiting beliefs on ourselves, I'm not good enough, I don't have what it takes, my feelings aren't real, I'm overreacting, when we do that and we actually allow those thoughts to dictate our actions or lack thereof, it's because of a simple realization I've had that I highlighted in my book, That's Bold of You, and that's the very human fact that in life, it's easier, way easier, to identify our not-enoughness than it is to identify our enoughness. I know those aren't words, but I like to look at it this way. It's way easier to sit down and make a list of the things we don't have, the person we're not, the things we haven't accomplished, the feelings we haven't felt, than it is to sit down and make a list of the glowing accomplishments we have, the feelings we have felt, the things that should fill us with pride. It's way easier to highlight the ways in which we're not enough than it is 
to celebrate the ways in which we're more than enough. And that's a very simple observation, of course, but it's a very simple observation about the way that we're all wired as humans. And that realization has been really helpful for me because when I think about self-gaslighting and when I think about the negative limiting beliefs that come from it, I come back to this realization. The reason we spiral into discrediting ourselves, no one else required, the reason we do that, the reason we reframe our accomplishments to be, although that's just a momentary blip of luck, the reason we dismiss our thoughts and so on and so on, the reason we do those things is because we allow our ability to highlight our not enoughness, we allow that to dictate the conclusions we make about ourselves. And once we open that door to spotting those things and highlighting those things, we just let them pour in. And if we leave that door open for long enough, our human robot mode will go to not enoughness as a default instead of enoughness. And voila, we self-gaslight ourselves. No one else required. We do it ourselves. And I suppose if you talk to any therapist, there are going to be dozens of ways to kind of slice and dice low self-esteem, and those are all great. There are many, many ways to work through your insecurities and and your past and and self-doubt, but I was thinking about how I respond best to this realization. Of course, there is an element required of softness, of being kind to yourself, accepting your feelings, and finding a course of healing and empowerment through them. We need that. We need that soft touch. But at a certain point, I have found that a sense of active, lean-forward, urgent, in-your-face mindfulness helps give you a push in the right direction that you really, really need that says, okay, I recognize why I do this, and I'm not going to do it anymore. (laughs) I know that sounds overly simple, but that's often what it takes to break free. I now know why I do this, and so I'm not going to do it anymore. And the other day, uh, I was on Twitter, and I saw this tweet that I think speaks to this idea very practically. The idea that at a certain point, to combat our natural inclination to gaslight ourselves, we have to simply rise above it. And it was a tweet from a guy named Jack Appleby. He's a marketer that I follow on Twitter, but he also tweets some good takes on life and mental health. And he simply said the following. He said, wouldn't it be tragic if the only reason you failed was a lack of confidence, that you have everything you need except self-esteem? That really struck me. Wouldn't it be tragic if the only reason you failed was a lack of confidence, that you have everything you need except self-esteem? Yeah, it would be tragic. It would be so tragic if you had so much to offer, so much enoughness to offer, so much talent, skill, curiosity, enthusiasm, kindness, empathy, uniqueness to offer the world or a business or a career or a partner, but you honed in on that all too human sense of identifying your enoughness instead, and you let that talk you out of trying. And, you know, topics like confidence and self-esteem, like I can't think of a more human thing than those types of topics, right? We're all going to go through times where we don't feel confident, where our self-esteem ebbs and flows. And if we allow those moments, those very frequent, very human moments to become the rationale for why we don't deserve something or why we shouldn't try something, well then yeah, we're going to end up in a perpetual state of gaslighting ourselves. That's where we highlight little bits and pieces of our humanness and we use those to justify negative conclusions about ourselves. If we only look to the moments where we're nervous or scared or tired or not feeling like our best selves, if we only look to those times as proof for what we deserve or what we don't deserve and we use them to describe our entire existence, well then yeah, that is why we gaslight ourselves. 
And we're going to be really convincing to ourselves. We don't need anyone else to convince us. We do it ourselves. We're going to feel crazy when we, when we want to go for something. We're going to convince ourselves that we're not good enough, that our thoughts are irrational. Isn't that the definition of gaslighting, right? To question your reality as a result of subtle manipulation. So I just want to do this episode to help you and I realize that perhaps the key to breaking free from doing this thing is to realize why we do it. We do it because it's easy. We do it because we're human. Again, the soundbite is it's easier to identify our not enoughness than it is to celebrate our enoughness. If we can realize that fact, can't we do something about it? Can't we realize that it's normal to do that, but it doesn't define us? We're not the only one doing it. We're not on the outside doing it. We're not falling behind when we're doing it. It's normal to have those thoughts and feelings. Can't we realize in the moment when we're doing this that we're doing it because we're human and we're wired to do it instead of seeing it as a truth about who we are? We're doing it because someone maybe in our past let us down this path because of a previous chapter. That's the truth instead of seeing it as truth. And I don't know about you, but I've found that when it comes to breaking free of limiting mindsets, the key to doing just that is to give yourself contrast. That's a contrast from how you've been conditioned, what you've always done, your natural resting state, contrast from those sustained habits to one that is the opposite, one that is defined by urgency and doing the opposite. One that is defined by a phrase like, wouldn't it be tragic if the only reason you failed was a lack of confidence? Well, wouldn't it? Doesn't that fire you up? Wouldn't it be tragic if the only reason you failed was a lack of confidence? Wouldn't it be tragic if the only reason you failed was because of something someone said to you in the past when they tried to control you, but you let it follow you? Wouldn't it be tragic if the only reason you failed was because you allowed your humanness to only focus on your not enoughness? Wouldn't it be tragic if the only reason you failed was because you allow those normal thoughts, those normal emotions override the reality of who you are and what you offer and what you're capable of? Yeah, it would be. It would be. And I don't ever want to look back and say that. So I get fired up by that fact. And even though this is easier said than done, of course, when I'm at a crossroads and I'm considering doing something or not doing it, being honest or passive, being courageous or passive, I think about this. Wouldn't it be tragic if I let something hold me back that was normal, but I allowed myself to think it defined my limitations? Wouldn't it be tragic if I allowed my humanness to hold me back instead of letting my reality see the light of day? So that's it. Just something to think about there. I hope this was helpful. I hope it gave you a little bit of contrast, a catalyst for new thinking. If it was helpful, I'd be so grateful if you'd share the podcast with a friend. It might be just what someone needs to hear right now, but that is it. As always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting me. And until next episode, I'm out.
my son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project UP, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.